Welcome to the Business Life and Joy podcast, where we believe that both your business and your life can be filled with joy. If you want to grow an online business without fear, self-doubt, or the need to take on a hustle around the clock mindset, you are in the right place at the right time. I'm your host, Shante Grant, creative entrepreneur, teacher, two-time online business owner, mom, wife, and friend. Thank you for being present with me for today's episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast. And welcome to today's episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast. I am Shante Grant here with another episode just for you. And today I want to talk to you about three ways to make Instagram work for you and your business. Now, here's the funny thing. After I finished completely writing down my notes for today's episode, I remembered that last year, or I didn't even know it was last year. I just remembered, you know, I think I've done a podcast episode talking about Instagram And I went back to look and I actually recorded that episode or it aired October 30th of 2017. So almost one year to the date because this episode, episode 76 is airing on October 15th, 2018. So I'm going to link to that episode in the show notes because it's one really funny for me to see the consistency and what I have to say Um last year and this year, although they're very different. So keep listening if you've already listened to that episode, but also just to show you the progression and how the things that I said I was using Instagram for, I still use to this day. I've managed to leverage even more and that led to today's episode. I'm talking about Instagram because as most of you know, who have listened to the first episode of the podcast, I shared how Instagram actually helped me to really start my business. And then I kind of shied away from Instagram. We kind of had a, a a break. It was a break, like a Ross and Rachel break, although I don't think they were on a break, but that's another episode or another conversation. Um, we kind of took a break where I shifted over to Facebook and really found, at least for because of Zoe, Facebook was where it really was for me. Um, and that still continues to be true for because of Zoe. However, for my personal brand, for my business education, shantaygrant.com, when it comes to my personal brand, I am really enjoying Instagram because it allows me to connect, particularly using one new function of Instagram. Well, not new. It was newer last year. Um, and I actually talked about that in the last episode. And that's Insta Stories. So today I want to talk to you about three ways that you could be using Instagram to work for your business. And just like I promised last year when I talked about Instagram, I'm going to almost guarantee you all three of these things you're probably not doing. So make sure to listen to all three things and stick around for the entire episode. It's another not too long one. You know, you can listen to this on a walk and it'll probably be done by the time you make it back home. So let's get started with three ways that you can make Instagram work for you and your business. And then if you'd like to go back and listen to the last episode I talked about Instagram, which was episode 26, you can find that at shantegrant.com forward slash 26, or wherever you listen to podcasts, just look for episode 26. But as for today, I want to talk about three new ways, three different things to consider when it comes down to making this free tool, this free platform, make money for you and your business. Now, before we get started, I have to tell you about today's sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by and brought to you by the Streamline Your Quarter Planning Challenge. 
It's taking place real time, October 16th through October 18th, 2018. So if you're listening to this in real time, press pause and go to planmyquarter.com. That's planmyquarter.com and sign up. Seriously, press pause. I'll be here when you get back. Now, inside of this challenge, you're going to learn how to cut the chaos, confusion, and really the drawn out measures it takes to plan in your business. I'm going to give you in three days, I'm going to teach you how to streamline your quarter planning process in just three short sessions over three short days. You can watch each challenge video each day at your convenience and follow the steps that I teach you. And of course, as always, I'm not going to teach you something without giving you tools to implement. It comes with a free workbook that you can actually start doing the things that I teach you. Then after this challenge, I want you to join me for one of three live webinars. I'm going to teach you how to take that streamlined quarter planning and map it out on just one sheet of paper. I'll teach you exactly how I plan in both of my businesses in this live webinar, which again has three convenient dates and times so you can pick whichever date and time works for you. Join the challenge today at planmyquarter.com. Again, it begins October 16th and we go through the 18th. This challenge alone is valued at over $347 because it also comes with some one-on-one time with me in the challenge Facebook group asking me questions in a way that just isn't available if you're not inside one of my paid products. So make sure to go to planmyquarter.com to sign up for the challenge. And once you're signed up for the challenge, you'll get all the details about signing up for a webinar. I will see you inside of the challenge. So number one, the number one way to make Instagram work for your business, my friend, is through Instagram stories, Insta stories, or whatever you want to call it, stories. What I love about Instagram stories, personally, just as a consumer, as a human, as a person who watches other people's stories, is it really cuts through all the stuff. You know, before you post on Facebook, before you post on Instagram, before you post something on Pinterest, it takes a lot of work, a lot of thought. You have to, you know, make sure it has the right lighting. Is the font the right thing? So many things. Am I using the right words? Is this the best copy? All of that pressure really is removed when we talk about Instagram stories 99% of the time. And I love that. You can show up as who you are, where you are, how you are in the moment. It really is and originally was created just for real time. You could not post something to Instagram stories that was saved on your phone from a later date. So it really did begin as kind of showing people what you're doing right now in real time. Now they've kind of relaxed that and you can actually add photos from previous dates, uh, which I actually like. But I like how they started it off because it really gave their true hopes and intention for the platform. And that is just share who you are, where you are right now. It doesn't have to be perfect. doesn't have to be scripted. Just hop on and in 15 seconds, share something with your audience. Now, here's what I also really love about Instagram stories is it doesn't always have to be your face. You don't always have to be on camera. In fact, there've been certain days where I've been on Insta stories the whole day. Well, not the whole day, of course, but like throughout, periodically throughout the entire workday, and never showed my face. Yet I still was able to connect with my audience. I received lots of messages, DMs, comments about the things that I talked about in stories. But it might have been a day where I was like, I'm in my pajamas all day and I'm also in a bonnet with on my head. So I'm not gonna share that. You know, I do have some boundaries, um, despite the fact that you will catch me in my robe many a time on Insta stories, but it's a really cute robe. 
nevertheless, I digress. Um, so here's some of the things you can do. You can use graphics. And I actually have my graphic designer who has been here on the podcast create graphics for me whenever I have a promotion going on or any type of product that I'm working on or a challenge like right now with the challenge, piece based progress, whatever I have, I actually have her create graphics for me for Insta stories. And that's usually like the first and the most important thing that I have her do because Insta stories for me are just that important. And your graphics don't have to be professional. Let me just put that out there. Canva works just as well. And that's what I used for a long time and sometimes still use if I want to create something quickly. So it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be professionally made, but you can use graphics. It can be with motivational quotes. It can even be just a blank color background. This is something I like to do in Canva. I'll just create different color backgrounds within my branding scheme and save those on my phone. And then you can then type your own words over that and just save that background to use time and time and time again. It can be, like I said, motivational quotes, you know, a sayings, a quote from your podcast, from your blog posts, announcements, anything. But graphics are one thing you can use. And again, that doesn't require showing your face. Animated graphics are something I'm starting to move into. Um, again, my um, graphic designer creates those. You, of course, can always show your face talking, outward facing, showing what's going on in front of you, the ever popular boomerang. Um, you can record something ahead of time, save it on your phone and upload it later. So it gives the appearance of being real time or just sharing, hey, this is what happened yesterday or on my trip last week or earlier today. And I love that you can do all of these things in one place. Now, when it comes to recording a longer video, you can actually have an app cut that. I use the Storio app to do that. That's S-T-O-R-E-O app. What I love about the app is that you literally can take a two minute, one minute, however many minutes long video, and they'll splice it up into the 15 second segments and you can upload it later to Instagram stories. So there are just so many ways to use stories where you're using it in real time or where you're using it um, later on, where you're using graphics, showing your face, not showing your face, doing a boomerang. There's just so many options. So you can find what fits you, what fits your brand, really all of them. I use all of the above. What I also love is there are so many ways to interact and engage with your audience built into Instagram stories. And really, it seems like almost every quarter, there's some new way. So I mean, this time next year, all of these things will be kind of things of the past. But right now you have polls, you have questions, you have the emoji slide scale rating thingy. I'll explain in a second. You can add gifts, music, and there's just so many different things you can do to hype up your Insta stories and to get your audience, you know, kind of responding to it. So one that I mentioned is polls, where you simply can ask a question and then give two options and they can tap an option. And then you on your end can see who chose which option, which I think is great. So if you want to start a conversation based on those responses in the DMs or back in the Insta story saying, hey, I noticed that, you know, 70% of you said this, maybe ask a follow-up question. So that's fun to ask questions that are either random questions about random things, or maybe you want to ask a specific question about your business, about something you're about to work on or a color or a type, a size, a date. There's so many things that you can use the poll for. And it's very, very simple. The second are questions. Question is literally what it sounds like. You ask a question and then a little box appears and they can type in their answer. And then you again can swipe up and see who said what. Another great way to do questions if you don't want to use the actual question feature is just to ask a question using text 
on your poll, um, on your Insta stories or, you know, asking it verbally and then have them DM you the answer. I have found that sometimes people are more likely to answer if it's the little box as opposed to DM. I guess maybe some people feel like, ooh, DMs, that's getting a little personal. So try out both and see which way your audience tends to respond more. Um, I like questions because you don't limit the answers like you do with a poll. And you sometimes get such good results. For instance, coming up with this challenge, I wanted to know what people's challenges were um, about planning their quarter. And so doing the question allowed me to get a lot of insight on that. Um, the emoji slide scale rating is simply you pick an emoji and then people can slide on a scale of from the left all the way to the right about it. A lot of people use it to say, you know, how cute is my baby? How much do you love this new design? Um, that kind of thing. You can just slide it. It's just something really really fun, but it gets them touching, um, connecting with you and your Instagram stories. And Instagram knows that something as simple as touching the screen and sliding an emoji helps people to find a way to connect with you. So just one of the many, many ways that you can be using Instagram stories um, really for your business. And it's so simple and it doesn't come with as much pressure as other methods, which is why I really like it. I will say that one thing hinges upon whether your use of Instagram stories will be successful. And it's not how pretty your graphics are, how polished your delivery when you speak, how interesting. It's not even how interesting what you have to say is. Isn't that something? The most important thing is that you are consistent. You have to show up, I think, daily on Insta stories. It doesn't have to be all day. It could literally be once a day. Um, Although once you get started, I bet you'll find that you'll show up a little bit more than that. But you do have to be consistent. It is very difficult to show up on one day and then not the other and show up and not the other. One, people don't build in that expectation to look for you. Um, You want to give them an expectation where they, they expect to hear from you. They expect to see you today. Not that, you know, we're setting up your audience to feel as though you owe them something, but so that they look forward to hearing from you. They look forward to wanting to know what you're up to today, know what you're doing today, know what's coming up. I mean, how amazing is that for an audience member, a potential customer, a customer to look forward to you being a part of their day? I mean, for free on Insta stories. Again, this is, it's so great, right? So if you're going to do it, my only thing is be consistent. You can be consistently uninteresting. (laughs) That's better than being interesting and inconsistent. Um, And I'm sure you will be interesting because just you get to just show up as who you are, where you are um, in that moment. Now, what are some of the types of information that you can share on Instagram stories? Truly, 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 the sky is the limit. It doesn't have to be all business. In fact, it should not be all business, in my opinion. I find that every single person actually that I follow and I actively watch their stories, meaning I'm looking forward to their stories every day, that expectation I was talking about, none of them talk about just business. They all have a beautiful blend of what's going on in their business and their life. And I really love that. And even for brands out there that aren't quote unquote personal brands, so if it's not under your name, so for instance, because of Zoe, 
you still can talk about what's going on in your life. And you're going to see a great example of that next week in episode 77, um, where I'm talking to Lindsay, the owner of Ryan and Rose. She does a beautiful job of talking to her audience. She will sit in her car and just talk to her audience. She'll sit in her office and talk to them. She'll show what's going on around the office. She does a great blend of business and life. She'll show like in her kitchen, she'll show her daughter. She shows, you know, waking her daughter up in her room every day. And so she does a really good blend of business and life. And I think the key is one, knowing your audience, but two, understanding that most people want to see the human behind the brand, whether that brand is your name, a business name, whatever it is, even if you sell, I don't know, like, you know, pig, I don't know, I was trying to think of something random, but I don't know anything that one would buy for pigs. But even if you sell farm equipment, how about that? (laughs) Well, likely your audience are going to be people who own farms. And so you probably have some connection to farm life. People want to see that. So, you know, particularly when you are in a similar stage of life as your audience, they definitely want to see that. People crave um, connection and knowing that they have a commonality with you. Um, If you are at a place where you, um, your audience is, you know, headed in the future to where you are. They want to see that. That's aspirational, giving them something to aspire to. They know that's a next, you know, phase of life for them, or that's something that they're, you know, going to be doing soon or a stage in life or a season in life that they're headed toward. So you can share really pretty much, I think, anything and you get to set the boundaries, right? You get to say, I'm okay and I'm comfortable sharing X, but I won't share Y and Z, you get to set those boundaries and you can always shift those boundaries as you like. You can also just provide information. Can you answer frequently asked questions if you're an education business? I know um, I just recently started following she's a neonatal nurse or something like that. And she talks a lot about sleeping with children and and babies. And of course, that's really relevant to me right now with a two month old. So I love that she sits in and she answers people's frequently asked questions about sleep. Now, wonderfully, she connects that to her one product, which helps parents deal with getting their babies to sleep. And so I think it's so smart. She provides this free value and it's just her face literally just talking and answering questions. She uses the question feature that I mentioned and she answers questions. You can answer frequently asked questions about your products. You can give your customers an opportunity to ask questions and then respond to their questions. Um, You can show them what you're working on. You can show them what you do before work, what you do after work. And again, you can always snap a few recordings and post them later. I do that a lot. If I feel like in particular, man, I've done a lot of stories already today, but I really want to share this thing I'm doing right now. I'll record it, save it, and then just post it later. And I actually just record it on stories. I record it like I'm creating the story, hit the little save button. Once you make a story, you can press the little save button, which is in the bottom left corner. And it's now a video on your phone and they can come back and upload it later. I do that quite often. I actually think a lot of people who do the Insta story thing often don't always do real time. Hey friend, it's me, Shantae. And I know you're probably already said at least once this week how busy you are. Am I right? You know, when your to-do list doesn't seem to quite match up to the amount of time you have to get it all done. And not just for business, but for your life too. That's where I can help. Allow me to introduce you to my Spring Forward Workshop, an online workshop that teaches you exactly how I am able to run two online businesses, host a weekly podcast in my day at 2.30 for carpool, and of course, I make time for the occasional Target and TJ Maxx runs. 
I created this workshop to help women just like you start exactly where you are. And we work together to help you create a plan for the limited time that you have each and every day. Now, each lesson is designed to teach you a new skill and comes along with in-depth worksheets to help you to apply each lesson. Now, this hands-on workshop will require you to challenge the old way of thinking about time and teach you how to build time-maximizing habits. Spring Forward comes with lifetime access to any and all updates, five short and powerful lessons teaching you how to take control of your time, a detailed workbook to help you implement every lesson, examples of my workflows that I create in my own businesses to get the most out of my time, and so much more. So if you're ready to ditch busy and give overwhelmed the heave-ho, join me inside of this online workshop as we spring forward to the other side of busy. Sign up today at springforwardworkshop.com. That's springforwardworkshop.com. So I'm going to share with you some of my favorite people whose Insta stories I love to watch and I think do a really great job. Um, Joy from Oh Joy. I think she's one of the people who I think uses Insta stories so beautifully and shows such a great harmony between her life and her business. You see a lot of behind the scenes. You see what they're working on over in her studio. You see her daughters often. Um, and she is at Ojoy, O-H-J-O-Y. If you want to take a look at her Instagram stories, I love following Young House Love just because they are just, I just love John and Sherry from Young House Love, um, have for years watched their blog. And so I love watching their um, Instagram stories because Sherry will do all types of things. She will go and walk through Target and just show you what she loved at Target. And it's really clear she recorded that video at Target and she later, maybe when she sits down and you know, says, okay, I have 15 minutes to work on Insta stories. She'll then upload them. Um, you can tell it's a pre-recorded video from where she's recorded, but it doesn't take away from the fact that you get to see the things that she picked. She responds to DMs. She shares a lot of DMs that she gets. And so I really enjoy following them at Young House Love. And it's literally just at Young House Love. Um, Emily Jeffords, who I had here on the podcast, episode 71. Hopefully a lot of you got to go and check out her Instagram feed and look at her Insta stories. I think she uses Instagram stories really beautifully. Her brand is just so, as I mentioned on the podcast, calm and peaceful. And you get that even throughout her Instagram stories when she shows you her process of painting and her son being in the studio. She travels a lot to very beautiful places. And so I really enjoy her Instagram stories. And she's at Emily underscore Jeffords. And, you know, also someone I love, this is more so her use of Instagram live, but Jasmine Starr does something which is so smart and probably my favorite thing I've seen anyone do with Instagram live. Um, She goes live every morning while she's making her coffee. And then she even invites people because there's a way when you're watching someone's live, you can request to join their live. She lets her audience request to go live with her. And then their face pops up on the screen. Half of the screen is them and half of the screen is her screen is her. And it's so smart because she sits there and she lets them ask her a question or she just has a conversation with them. It's a great way to have, you know, she's already making her coffee and has to wait for it to be, you know, to cook or whatever. I don't drink coffee, but whatever the coffee does in the morning. <laughs> um, and so she's already doing that. And so rather than just sitting there with empty space, she says, why don't I hop on Instagram live, talk to my viewers, give them opportunity to 
hop on, ask me a question or just say, hey, um, I think it's so genius and a smart way to connect with your audience and provide value by just answering some questions and connecting. And she's at Jasmine Star on Instagram. Just really great way of using Instagram live. So I just wanted to mark her for that because I just don't see anyone else doing that like she does so consistently each and every day. So sometimes I will hop on and watch those if I'm doing something where I can hop on because I just think it's so cool to watch her interact with her audience. And then lastly, me, of course, I hope you're watching me on Instagram stories. I do, like I said, a mixture of all the things I've mentioned so far using stories and I just really, truly enjoy them. So a few things to kind of curb some concerns that I've heard about Instagram stories. One, people say again, don't like put my face out there. I don't, I feel uncomfortable. You know, most people do. Most people feel uncomfortable. But once you get really used to it and in a groove, you really, it's really exciting, particularly once you start to see your audience turning around and really engaging with you, really appreciating you coming on and sharing with them, whatever it is you're going to share with them. Once you just start building that rapport, for me, it just makes it that much more fun. Now I can't imagine not using Instagram stories. Like I love them so much Um, just because it really is a way where I feel like I'm talking literally to my audience and then they respond back to me. And then again, remember for those of you who say that, Instagram stories can be used without ever showing your face. I do suggest showing your face but you can still use it and never show your face. I think you're going to make more of a connection by at some point saying hello to your audience. But there's so many other things I mentioned, the graphics, you know, animated graphics, showing what's outside of, you know, not on your face. So point the camera the other way, boomerangs, recording videos in advance. There's so much you can do, polls, questions, gifts, add music. So don't think you have to show your face, show your feet. Are you walking somewhere? Are you sharing your thoughts while you're on a morning walk? Share an encouraging, you know, quote about, you know, getting up and get moving. Whatever it is, you don't have to just show your face. So don't make that an excuse. I think that is an excuse and a crutch and we don't accept excuses here. Number two, that sounds time consuming, right? It's not. It does not have to be time consuming. You can let it be, but I can teach you and tell you it doesn't have to be. You can schedule out your Instagram stories in advance if you want to do like, again, the graphics and things like that. But the thing about Instagram stories, it's, you can say, you know what? I'm taking a five minute brain break. I've been working for the last hour. I'm going to pick up my phone and for literally 60 seconds, talk on Insta stories, which is a long time because one Insta story is 15 seconds. So again, it can just be quick saying, hey guys, I'm taking a brain break. I've been working all day on insert what you've been working on. What are you working on today? Leave me a message and let me know what you're working on today. Sit down and then that's it, right? Is that simple? So just remember, it doesn't have to always be real time. If you're doing something interesting, but you don't want to post it on social media right then, record it, save it, post it later. And another thing, it doesn't require the prettiness and the perfection that the Instagram feed does. And really for me, the good news about that is there are more people watching your Instagram stories than your Instagram feeds. And that is a fact. And if you think about it, I'm almost willing to bet you are watching more stories than you are your feeds and you're spending more time in stories than in the Instagram feed. I know for a fact I am. And that's because Instagram stories are real. They're relatable and it makes far more of a connection than just reading a caption. So if you decide to take this challenge I'm about to give you, I want to challenge you to go on Insta stories at least once a day for five days, Monday through Friday for four straight weeks, no matter when, 
you're listening to this podcast, what time of year, Monday through Friday, Instagram, at least story, at least once a day for five days a week. So Monday through Friday, if you want to do Saturday and Sunday, go right ahead. But that's five days a week for four weeks straight. And let me know how it goes. I want to hear at the beginning. I want to tag me, please tag me at Shante Grant. That's S-H-U-N-T-A-G-R-A-N-T. So I can shout you out, number one. And so I can see your stories. I want to see you using your stories because once you really get in a good rhythm, I think you're going to enjoy it a lot more than you may even think right now. So all of that was number one, right? One way that you can make Instagram work for your business is by using Instagram stories. It builds a connection and a rapport and breaks down walls in a way that we just couldn't have done years ago. 10 years ago, it would take forever to build trust online with a person who's completely new to you. Now through something like Insta stories, someone can find me on Monday and by Thursday, they're spending hundreds of dollars on something in my business because that barrier has been dropped so significantly because people feel like they get to know you and connect and it builds that quote unquote, no like and trust, which I think is so important in business. And I know for me, I've never purchased from anyone who I didn't feel like in, in the business realm I didn't have that no like and trust. And I was able to get that through things like Facebook Lives, Facebook videos, Instagram, Insta Stories. And so if you're not using Insta Stories, you're essentially leaving engagement and money on the table. So if you tell me you want to grow your business, but you tell me you also don't do things like using Insta Stories, I can't really say I fully believe you. That's how important I think Insta Stories are. And again, it does not have to be your face all the time. So that is number one. Luckily, that's also the longest one. So number two is talking to your audience in the DMs. And DM stands for direct message. That is that little space where people can on your, well, there's multiple ways they can get to your your DM. They can go to your page and message you. And if you allow, because there's a filter or a feature where you can turn it on or off, where someone can send you a message by responding to your Insta story. So again, that opens up another way for people to talk to you. There's a little open box and they can respond, but people can send you a direct message and they all are sitting over. I'm actually pulling mine up while I'm talking to you. They all sit over on your phone under this kind of like secret little compartment because this is just a conversation between you and that person. No one else sees this. And I really like them. Originally, I thought, "Eh, a little, you know, don't DM me, just email me, right? I think it's very different from messages in Facebook. Let me be clear. I think talking to people here on Instagram in the DM is far more, um, let's see, what's the word I'm looking for? Has a better chance of conversion than messaging on Facebook. So I do want to distinguish those two. So there are also people who will probably teach you the exact same, the exact opposite thing, right? Saying, do not do DMs. Here's what I don't want you to do in the DM. We don't go on DM to do business. So I don't go in DM and say, hey, I'd like to work with you. I'd like to do business with you, blah, 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 blah. Here's a proposal. That's what emails are for, right? But what you can do and what I think is so important in the DMs is to connect with your audience because you make the best connections I think sometimes with your audience on those one-on-one conversations. And another thing about DMs that I like is if you post a link in the DM, it becomes clickable. They don't have to like go back to their computer and type www.blahblahblah. 
When you drop a link in the DMs, they can click it and it will take them to that place. So this is another way that you can really take a customer or potential customer and send them somewhere, whether it's to watch a video, to take a survey, to sign up for something, to buy something, you know. And the thing is, it doesn't have to be, you know, a 10-year conversation. It can be like, you say one thing, they say one thing, you say one thing, that's it, right? It can be, they say something to you, you respond back, and then that's it, right? So it's not, let's have these, you know, year-long conversations. That's when I say, okay, let's take this over to the email now. When it gets, you know, if there's a lot of back and forth, that still needs to happen. But sometimes it's as much as them wanting to say something nice to you, them having a quick question, them responding to something that you've said. So make sure you're setting aside time to one, check your DMs and make sure you're responding to them because it is a personal pet peeve of mine. If you don't want to respond to DMs, just turn that feature off because you can turn it off where people can't send them to you. Then don't do that. But if you're going to have the feature on, that means you have an expectation of receiving them, which means they have an expectation to be heard from. And again, your response can be a double tap and that gives a little heart or a thank you, you know, something quick. Again, it does not have to be prolonged, but if you're going to have that feature on, please respond. Um, What else? Another great feature about DMs that I love now is that you can flag them. So if there's something you want to come back to. So say someone says they're interested in something and you tell them, oh, I have that. It's coming up soon. Sign up here. You can flag them. So when that thing is available, you can go back and say, hey, we talked earlier because DMs also save your conversation. You scroll up, you can see everything you've ever said to that person. Say, hey, we talked earlier about X. I just want to let you know that it's available now. I know you're on the wait list, but here's the link. You can go directly and sign up for it you flag them to come back and follow up. And you can also see all those that are unread because if you are a person who gets tons of DMs, you want to be able to say, okay, let me go in and maybe right now I'm going to set aside time to answer 10. Then I'll set aside another time to answer 10 more. And so you can just start with just those that are unread. So I really love that Instagram is also helping you to have these conversations and stay organized um, by giving you the feature to see unread and to flag messages in the DM. Another thing that I love about DMs are the conversion rates, meaning getting people to click a link and do something. They're really, really high because not everyone's going to go to your profile and click and definitely not from your feed. Most people are not going to read something on your feed and then just go to your website. But if they're talking to you in DM and you drop them a link, that's something you sent to them personally, one-on-one. They are much more likely to click that. Plus, I just really like having those conversations with my audience. So I encourage you to give that a try if that's something that you think fits within your time. Again, you can set aside time from it. And I think the best place to do this is by using your story. So we're using number one and then encouraging people to respond to a question or share something with you. But I, like I said, I've also found if I just show up for stories, that's really what leads to the most of my DMs. People are just responding or commenting to something I've said or something I'm talking about. And I love that. First of all, that they feel like comfortable enough to say, I want to respond to her because sometimes, you know, you have this cloak of, you know, when you're a uh, not a public figure, but when you're anybody on the internet and people don't know you, they may feel like, oh, I don't know if I can really kind of tell her, oh, I love her hair or respond to this joke she said or tell her I think her baby is cute. But when people are able to do that, that shows some level of comfort with you, um, some level of rapport, which I think is so key and so important. And that's just something that I love. And I think what sets small businesses apart in the first place. 
Another wonderful thing, and the last thing I'll say about DMs, is you get some of your very best testimonials in the DM. How many times have you gotten a DM from someone that says, oh, I just want to let you know I heard your podcast episode and it this is how it helped me, or I took your this and this is how it helped me, or I received this in the mail and I love it so much. You can take those, screenshot them, and start a folder on your phone full of testimonials, right? So people are just so generous and kind to let you know something that you've done or made or said that helped them. Screenshot those suckers and save them in a folder and use those in so many other ways as testimonials. And again, that's all the beauty of this free platform using direct messaging. So that is number two, talking to your audience in your DMs is the second way to make Instagram work for your business. And the third way that you can make Instagram work for your business, it goes with number one, because so many people are now in stories because so much of the audience, the millions of people who are on Instagram spend more time in the stories than anywhere else. The third way that you can make Instagram work for you is by running ads in the Insta stories. I love doing this for both of my businesses. Running ads in the stories, get people to your website or wherever it is you want to get them. And then you can pixel them and capture them and then start targeting them on other platforms like on Facebook, where most people are more likely to actually click and buy for that matter. Did you know that? Um, So you can take people onto your platform from Insta stories. And if they don't buy or don't sign up or don't do the thing, you have pixeled them and now you can target them over on Facebook. So you're also just reminding them, it's like kind of ping ponging them back and forth to remind them to do the thing that they probably wanted to do in the first place. I found so much success from running ad and stories for both of my businesses. And so that's physical products and digital training. So I think you should give it a try. And the beauty of the ads is that they show what where people are already hanging out, which is in the stories. It gets them to your site as easy as, you know, swiping their finger up. And then you can lead them directly where you want them to. For instance, you can pixel your site and create a custom audience over in the ads manager in Facebook so that once a person looks at a particular product on your page or visits a certain page, you can keep showing them that thing or that item over and over again, giving them those seven touches and reminders until they do the thing that you want them to do, whether that's sign up, buy, view something, anything. So That's really how I am using Instagram to work for my business these days. Number three, with running the ads, you know, I always say do not run ads until you have had proper ad training. And if you'd like to know the ad training I recommend, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at Shantae Grant, and I'll be happy to share that with you. But it's such another great way. And you can do that for as low as $5 a day. And you can always turn it off if it's not working, add more money if it does work. But those are the three ways that I'm making Instagram work for me lately. And like I said, I didn't do this on purpose, but almost this time, exact last year, I did a podcast episode called Four Ways That I'm Using Instagram for Business. You can listen to that episode by going to shantegrant.com forward slash 26. So in that episode, I shared... Four ways, like I said, that I was using Instagram for business. The first thing I talked about was Insta stories. Surprise, surprise. But I actually did more of a tutorial on how to get started because it was kind of new at that time. So if you're looking for some guidance on how to physically actually on your phone use Insta stories, you can go and see that tutorial I created at shantegrant.com forward slash 26. The second thing I talked about was the tool that I use to plan out my Instagram because this tool allows me to store both 
photos, images, for videos, even graphics, animated graphics for both stories and my Instagram feed. And so for my graphics, I actually will upload them from the computer and then it shows up on the app on my phone in real time. And so I love apps that have both a computer and a phone usage. So that was the second thing I talked about in the episode. The third thing was talked about saving collections. And you can see all about that again over on the show notes for that episode. And the fourth was targeting Instagram followers over on Facebook. So I think it's really interesting to see kind of the connection and then the progression from episode 26 all the way up to episode 70. Wow, six. So exactly 50 episodes later. I really do hope that this episode has inspired you to look at this free tool, Instagram, in a way that can add so much connection and relationship building with your audience, as well as increase engagement and income in your business. But now I want to hear from you. Do you use Instagram in a way that I didn't mention? Do you use stories? How do you like them? How do you use them? How do you like to view your stories? And if you haven't been consistent, are you going to take my personal challenge? I'm going to challenge you to use stories at least once a day, Monday through Friday for four weeks straight. That's going to be 20 days that you would have done it. Let me know over on Instagram by either tagging me, leaving me a comment on a post, or of course, sliding into my DMs. I'm at at Shante Grant, which is at S-H-U-N-T-A-G-R-A-N-T. I look forward to hearing from you. Hey friend, it's me, Shante, coming right in the middle of our conversation in this podcast episode, but it's with good news. I have a question for you. Have you ever found yourself at the end of the day or the week or the end of the month with little to no results to show for it, despite the fact that you were so quote unquote busy the entire time? Well, guess what, my friend, you're not alone. And most importantly, this does not have to be your story. I want to tell you and introduce you to my brand new training called Peace, Pace, Progress. It teaches you how to get work done that matters, how to go from big picture goals all the way down to the day-to-day activities, and how to get specific specific and leave the generic and general out of your plans and so much more. Are you tired of filling notebooks with ideas that never happen? Well, let Peace Pace Progress help you sort through those ideas and teach you which ideas to prioritize and which to trash so that you can begin to see tangible, measurable results in your business. So my friend, what are you waiting for? It's time to put an end to no longer having a system that works. No more working on several things at once and not accomplishing anything that makes your business money. Don't go another day wasting your precious time. So today is the day for peace, pace, and progress in your business. Find out why Dion says, so I just finished Shantae's Peace, Pace, Progress course, and it is everything. From the very beginning of the course, everything resonated. I was definitely team too much. I was grinding for hours on end and into the wee hours of the morning. And now, after Peace, Pace, Progress, when I look back, very little of what I was doing really accomplished anything to move my my business forward. Now I know exactly how to do that. Stephanie says, I finished Peace Pace Progress and loved it. I've always felt a lot of anxiety about feeling like I should be doing so much to get things accomplished, but it was hard to get that broken down into specific steps and timelines for some reason. But now, thanks to Peace Pace Progress, I've got my weekly and daily workflows filled out and I know exactly what I should be doing. So are you ready to get things done, make the most of your time, and get more done in less time? If so, head on over to peacepaceprogress.com to learn more, my friend. I'll see you there. 
Until next time, my friends, I hope that wherever you are and whatever you are doing, that the sound of my voice finds you in the midst of pursuing something that has sincere meaning to you. You can find a brand new episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast each and every Monday morning waiting just for you at shantegrant.com forward slash podcast. And remember, the very best way to say thank you for the podcast is by sharing the content with a friend and tagging me over on Instagram to let me know you're listening. Until next time, may your business and your life be filled with joy. Bye for now.